You're listening to Tilt Till Podcast Do Us Part, where you get unfiltered and unapologetic discussions on love, sex, marriage, parenthood, and more. Hosted by your favorite imperfect couple, CJ and Kofi Ponza. Welcome everyone to Till Podcast Do Us Part. Uh, this is episode two of season one. Uh, before we really jump into episode two, I want to talk a little bit about episode one. Uh, first of all, we want to thank everybody for listening to our new podcast, uh, everybody for all the great feedback on the first episode, uh, for promoting it on social media, for subscribing, uh, for writing reviews, all those good things. We truly appreciate it. Um, and we're excited to keep moving forward. Um, one reminder I do want to just emphasize is that if you guys could subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, uh, we'd appreciate it. So everything is pretty much finalized. We're on Apple Podcasts now. We're on Google Podcasts now, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, et cetera, et cetera. So lots of places you guys can listen. Um, but we're over 200 and I think 10 or 215 uh, downloads from the first episode from the other night. And we're super excited, right? Yeah. How many states now did it say? Oh, man. Last time I looked, I think it was like maybe 24 states. 24 different states. And you said something about Ireland, right? And a listener in Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty cool. Pretty widespread. So. Uh, we're super excited about that, and and again, we just want to thank you guys uh, f- for your support. And then also, we want to thank you guys for the topics that you guys suggested because we're actually going to talk about some of those topics today. Um, and I don't know if you guys seen the video we did when we went live on Facebook, and we're much better at this than we are that. <laughs> but we talked a little bit about how we're going to do two episodes a week now. Uh, we're going to aim to release an episode on Monday. Uh, to give you something to listen to during the week when you're just getting your week started. And then we'll probably do another episode uh, that we'll release on Thursday or Friday so you guys have it sort of sort of for the weekend. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit here, and then we'll get into Kofi just because she likes it when I lead. <laughs> um, but today's episode is called From My Family to Our Family, and a lot of it is going to revolve around how we were raised Uh, what our parents taught us, how we prioritize our own marriage, uh, as well as our family. So sort of that shift from leaving your birth family and becoming a family of your own and what our opinions on that are uh, and how we think you should go about that. And then we'll wrap up sort of talking about marriages and um, divorces and why marriages don't seem to be lasting as long as they once did. So we'll discuss all these things and sort of try and transition from childhood and parenthood stuff this week, uh, the beginning of the week, into more relationship stuff for Thursday's episode. Sound good? Sounds good. So to get started in the first topic, which is how we were raised um, and how that impacted us and sort of how we parent our kids, I wanted to start with something I know that stands out to me about you, and that's that you moved around a lot when you were a kid. You lived a lot of different places. Um how many different places did you live? Because I know it was a couple different states and things like that. Yeah. So when I was younger, it was um, mainly, we lived in a, a few different towns and cities in Illinois. Um, and then when 
as I got older, you know, we moved to Louisiana. Uh, we moved to, from there, it was to Maryland, uh, from Maryland to Pennsylvania, to Florida, to back to Maryland. Uh, and then when I was about 17, I think I, I think it was when we came back, well, when I came back to Maryland and then I've been here ever since. So moved around a lot, <laughs> seen a lot of different places. And yeah, I mean, so it seems like when you were younger, Illinois, and then sort of teenage years, there was a period where you were in Maryland for a little bit, Maryland, PA, but Maryland, PA, close, and then Florida, general area, mm-hmm. then Florida, then back to Maryland, right? Yep. So what I was trying to get to with this is sort of how do you think all the moving around sort of affected you as far as like friendships, as far as school and um, just building relationships and sort of having consistency in your life? So it was terrible uh, moving around place to place to place to place. I felt like, you know, you made friends along the way, of course. Um, but then, I mean, how long do you really keep friends when you, when you go from place to place? Of course, you know, you have your lifelong friends and I've kept some of those along the way, but yeah, definitely, um, had a huge impact on like schooling and how, you know, the type of people or the people that you get to know and then lose contact with. But, I definitely, I hated it. And that's one of the reasons why today uh, I've done my best to try to keep my my kids in the same kind of area or school district, just because I know how much it impacted, you know, my school life too. I mean, I, you know, my friends, they know that I, I did drop out of school and that was one of the major uh, parts of that was because I moved around so much and I fell behind and, and so, yeah, that's why I just, I did get my GED. So shout out (laughs) to the GED. (laughs) Just point that out. I did do that. Uh, but, but yeah, I just, it was very hard. And that's one of the reasons why I, you know, make it a, a point to keep the kids kind of like in one school and ish. Well, Lily's been in the same school all yeah, but you, I would say you're more of a, uh, like, you don't care too much about just, like, getting up and going and doing whatever. No, and that's probably one of the reasons why, just because I, when I was younger, it was like, get up and go, get up and go, we're moving here, we're moving there. Yeah, I think, um, and we'll, we'll get, I'm sure we'll get into that more in a future episode, but I think generally, when I first got with you, one of the impressions I got was, like, you're a runner, I still kind of call you that to this day. It's not really, now you just kind of run out the door and then you come back in the house when you're upset. (laughs) But in the beginning, it was hard to like deal with because I felt like every single time you got upset, it was like, I'm moving out and I'm, and I'm running. But as we get older, I I see that in your siblings and I see it in your mother and I just see it a little bit and I can, I I feel like that had some sort of impact on um, you. And obviously when we moved to PA, I was terrified and I'm sure you probably were too, but you didn't show it as much. You were more so like excited and, you know, and let's go. So you're probably way more comfortable because you moved around a lot. Just used to it. Yeah. I lived in Elkton my entire life. So it's a little different. So um, from there, let's talk about, obviously I know that you and your mom um, butted heads a little bit towards the end when you lived in Florida and then, you ended up coming back to Maryland on your own. Um, But can you tell me a little bit about what you remember as far as when you were younger, uh, what your relationship was like with your mom? 
uh, sort of what you maybe did together, things like that. And then more so let's shift into like how you remember her sort of running the house and like disciplining you guys. And, you know, you have two sisters, three girls in the house with your mom, how sort of that, what that was like day to day, I guess. So before we moved to Louisiana, I remember, I, I feel like we were always so close with my mom. Um, my mom was cool. I mean, sure we got disciplined. Um, but I always remember having a really good relationship with my mom before we moved to Louisiana. I don't know if having stepbrothers and sisters kind of impacted that shift as far as, you know, discipline once we moved to Louisiana, because I feel like, you know, blended families or families with, you know, stepbrothers and sisters, maybe they felt as though they needed to make a change on how they disciplined the five of us because there were five of us at the time um, between my stepdad's children and um, you know the three of us so but that's when I kind of remember things going different I guess or like starting to change okay what kind of changes as far as like discipline and I mean I feel like Maybe discipline was a little more rough (laughs) or a little rough um, after we moved to Louisiana. Um, Like I said, there were five kids, so I know that things weren't as easy as they were or what they seemed like. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, my my parents were were pro spankings, so (laughs) we did get, you know, spankings before we moved to Louisiana, and we did get in trouble before we moved. I mean, my mom had, like, paddles made for us because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know wooden spoons and spatulas and stuff like that would get broke so um but I remember one time my stepdad like legit got pissed at my mom for like backhanding me in the face one time so like it wasn't all peaches and cream like I, I feel like our relationship kind of started going downhill once we moved to Louisiana my mom and my 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 relationship um and then from there it was you know, off and on kind of, I guess. Sometimes it was cool. Sometimes it was hell. Um, I had a closer relationship with my stepdad at the time than I did with my mom because for some reason my mom just, I don't know if it was the kind of lifestyle that she picked up while she was there. And, you know, a lot of my friends, my close friends and family, they they know what kind of lifestyle it was. So it was a lot different. Um, So I think that had a huge impact on our relationship at the time too. Yeah. so it wasn't the greatest, but it's it's getting better. I feel like she's trying a lot harder now, and she's trying to maybe make up for the things that she did when she when we were younger. So yeah, and so obviously I know that you 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 got spankings when you were a kid, and I got spankings when I was a kid from my mom mostly. <laughs> um, my dad really more pretend to. Uh, be a disciplinary than he, <laughs> disciplinarian than he really was, and we'll talk about me in a second. But um, I kind of wanted to get into that because I know that, like, we obviously we believe in spankings. We're not like going around beating our kids or anything crazy, but um, our kids are disciplined in um, many different ways, obviously. Uh, but I know that, like, you don't you're you don't really like spankings. So, like, while you will 
result to it if like that's what it has to be um it seems like because of how it impacted you when you were mm-hmm. a kid you're kind of against it do you think i'm not against it i just don't like to be the one to do it because because <laughs> i feel like it's traumatized it was traumatizing for us when we were younger and i don't want it to have that kind of effect on the kids yeah. so as even though i I believe in spankings and I'm pro spankings and, and I do believe it works, but I also believe to an extent it like traumatizes a child. Yeah. So I don't like to be the one <laughs> to put them through that because I don't want them to resent me when they're older. Yeah. And you know, and for those of you who don't know, we both worked with children, mm-hmm. many different, uh, you know, a couple different occupations for you and one really for me. And obviously we learned a lot about, um, sort of just how kids learn and different techniques. And, mm-hmm. and we know that uh, from a, at least what we were taught in our field was that essentially that uh, spankings and, and um, those kind of things have a short-term effect on kids' mm-hmm. behaviors and not so much a long-term. Um, but I am, I'm pro spankings. Uh, again, not that I think that a kid needs to be spanked constantly, Um Unfortunately, we have good kids for the most part, and we don't really we don't have to worry about it too much. Um, but I do think there's a there's a time and a place, and I think there's a balance of of everything and how you handle uh, disciplining your kids. I was obviously be as a kid, like I said, um, but I also was really spoiled as a kid, right? So, um, it, like I can't be like, oh, I had this rough like traumatized I guess you know that's why sometimes I kind of laugh when you and I are talking about it because I'm like oh like I got beat but like I'm not (laughs) (laughs) I'm not traumatized I wasn't like afraid of my parents it was like you know I actually rather get beat than get grounded like my parents there was a point where they'd be like hey you can like get get it beaten and it'd be over with or like you can't go outside for two weeks and I'd be like give me that beating (laughs) I don't care that shit's gonna that's gonna take two minutes and I'm gonna go on with my life you know like and then I guess I got older I got into like computers and stuff like that and I was just like well I'll be grounded (laughs) yeah go ahead ground me I'll I'll spend these two weeks on my house on my computer play my playstation right you know or whatever um so it, it it's all interesting because you know, listen to your mom nowadays and sort of talking to her now, it seems like you're like, I mean, I hate to say her favorite, but <laughs> like, it's like, it's always Kofi and my beautiful Kofi and <laughs> like my wonderful Kofi. And she's so proud of you. And not that anything's wrong with that. Right. But, um, it, you know, I, I think she is making an effort and, you know, you're making an effort and, um, it's just interesting to hear about like which and I guess a lot of teenage girls probably butt heads with their mom um but it's interesting to like you butted heads with your mom to the point that you moved and you left and then um you know now you two are sort of kind of working it out so I guess a little bit about me I'll transition into me a little bit and then we'll talk about sort of our parenting that we picked up um I didn't move anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we lived in Elkton um, our entire lives. We did, um, you know, we lived on like Boo Street, which back when I was younger was a pretty rough neighborhood to live in then. Um, and then we moved to 
uh, Huntsman Drive, which is by Hollingsworth Manor. So it was kind of in a crappy place then. Um, we weren't quite in the manor, but we were right there. Everybody who lived there hung out, you know, uh, right. in the same place. But uh, my parents were on, they were on me sort of to make sure that I didn't get in trouble. Uh, and I didn't hang in too many uh, rough places. And then we moved to Thompson Estates, which at the time was like, you know, the great neighborhood to be in, at least for a middle class black family mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid. There was like two black families in the entire neighborhood. It was really nice, and uh, back then East Village was <laughs> wasn't what it you know what it is now. Um, but anyway, I didn't move much. Um, obviously, like I said, I did get spankings and stuff. But overall, one thing I, I take away from how I was raised is I always had a really open and honest relationship with my parents for the most part. So I always felt like my mom was the the disciplinarian and sort of the mean one she'd be the one to beat me um (laughs) you know whatever but she was also the first one that I would like talk to about anything me and my dad we didn't really we didn't really talk a lot my dad doesn't show emotion a lot you know that yeah um but my mom you know even though it was like a love-hate thing and there were days where I was like oh my god you know like I can't stand this woman's always on my shit for no reason (laughs) You know, um, but I also felt like I could sit down and talk to her and have a conversation with her about anything. And I bring that up because as we're dealing with our kids, you know, now and Jaden's getting older, you know, we see things that maybe he lies about. And we just had this whole thing that I we don't have enough time for me to even get into, (laughs) you know, but where he was lying um, about chips (laughs) And it drug on and on, and it was, you know, like a 25-minute thing. And I was so frustrated because I couldn't understand it because I was like, man, like, I told my parents that I drank and that I smoked pot when I was a kid and that I had sex for the first time, you know, like, these serious things. And I'm like, my son's lying about a bag of chips. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, he doesn't feel comfortably comfortable talking to me about a bag of chips. So I think that... Um, I think the way my parents raised me that way did have a big impact on me because that's sort of what I expect. Like, I'm like, I've worked with kids, you've worked with kids, we're good at that, we're good at having these conversations, but our own son is, like, not quite comfortable enough to sit down and have a conversation about something simple. Yeah, that was always one of my worries, too. Like, growing up, I always, I always told myself that when I had kids, I would make sure that they were comfortable enough coming to me about things because I know a lot of the times my mom kind of had like this freak out, you know, not obsession, but this freak out mentality. And it was hard for us to go to her about anything. Yeah. And I always wanted to have an, a relationship with my kids that was easier to talk with me than it was for me to talk to my mom. You know what I mean? Right. And that does kind of make me upset because I, f- I feel like he might not, or I mean, maybe they might be too afraid to come to us about things. But I mean, I feel like we're pretty chill with certain things. Yeah, I mean, I think it, there's definitely a little bit of a intimidation factor with me, yeah, especially with Jaden. Um, from the time he was little, you mm-hmm. know, I was always kind of like, you know, don't make me, you know, bust your ass. And yeah, 
and it was 90% of the time more threat than any follow through. Um, right. Because he, he doesn't really get, in, <laughs> he doesn't get in trouble much, but right. there's always been that underlying fear of like, you know, this is how we're going to deal with this. And, um, and even when he started to act up, it would be like, do it again, you know? And I'd like put my vote and he'd be like, Oh, so I do. I mean, I could see, I could see to an extent where some of it is, is, you know, fear. And we're, we're definitely, um, I guess we're strict, but I don't, you know, I mean, it's a crazy world that we live in and I feel like kids need discipline <laughs> and we talk. About Absolutely. That. Yeah. You know, I think kids need discipline and they need goals and expectations and clear ones. And to me, it's pretty cut and dry. Like if this is the expectation and you don't meet it, this is what's going to be. Because if you don't, then, you know, there's no follow through. And I think what you brought up is important too, because with my mom, I think that, uh, she, we had an open relationship and I was comfortable talking to her about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had a problem, if I, you know, a- anything, anything that came up, I was comfortable talking to her about, um, but she didn't baby me, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't give me the benefit of the doubt. She wasn't like the cool mom. That's like, oh yeah, drink in the house, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you can drink, just drink here. And I think that changed with my sister a little bit. Right. And, um, with my sister, she was a little more like the friendly mom, buddy, she didn't really get spankings. She didn't, I mean, she can say that she got spankings, but she didn't. She wasn't <laughs> raised like I was raised, you know. Um, and we were both spoiled, so I can't say that, like, you know, she was spoiled. But I do you think, think that had, do you think the time difference had an effect on that? Like the years, wasn't it, was it seven years? Well, seven yeah, years I mean, difference? my mom had me when she was 16, yeah. you know. So, I, I mean, to have me when you're 16 and my dad's family didn't really approved at the time her family didn't approve at the time so you know she was kind of on her own and she didn't have a great relationship with her mother so you know she her she had a great relationship with her grandmother but not her mother so she's learning how to be a mother from what she sees from other people I understand that now I'm an adult I didn't understand it when I was younger mm-hmm. um but as I've gotten older I've gotten to understand that like she didn't have this and she was very young um and she's a yeller you know she's still <laughs> she's very loud she's still a yeller <laughs> um and our house is pretty you know i i'll say one bad thing i think and i'm not i'm not blaming my mom for this but um my mom did drink and she yelled and she cussed and you know she sort of cut with words a lot of the time um and i definitely do that with our kids uh more than I'm proud to, you know, say that I do. I, I think I look back and I'm like, oh, like, how did I work with kids for years? And I dealt with some of the, like, baddest, like, kids that you could come across. And I could handle them and, like, be patient in, in dealing mm-hmm. with them and sort of serving them. And then with my own kids, it's like the fuse is so short. Yeah. But I think also you have a high expectation for your own kids because you know them and you know, you're with them day to day. And I think like Jaden is a perfect example. Like we know how smart he is and we know how he's a good kid. So when he does something that we think he's too smart, too smart to do, then immediately our fuse is, you know, kind of short. And it's like, right. It's like, what are you doing? 
Do you sometimes talk and be like, oh, that was my mom that just came out? Um, I that think I'm windy. worse. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I, I, I think... I think I'm worse, but I, I think again with Jaden, it's like it's it's more intimidate. It's like, hey, it's just intimidation, so I don't have to do anything. You know, I don't really have to beat him or, or do anything. But I definitely make it clear, like, do it again, you're gonna get fucked up. You know? <laughs> now, now, does he get fucked up? No, right. But um, I only yeah, ask that. I only ask that because sometimes I'll say things or do things, and I'm like, oh shit, that was windy. Uh, no, Wendy I, just came out. Now, if the, for those of you that don't know, like both of our moms' name is Wendy. So <laughs> when we talk about the Wendy's, that's, you know, his mom's Wendy and my mom's Wendy. So, but no, there are definitely, that's the only reason I ask because there are definitely times where I, I do things or I say things and I'm like, well, that was my mom. And I, yeah, I mean, I'll cringe sometimes at like something I say. Um, Immediately f- like regret it. Like, damn, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, and but then like usually I'll have a conversation with him. Yeah. It, I mean, if it is something that, if it's something that I think is like you know too much over the top, I will have a conversation. Um, for those of you who don't know, we we do curse a lot around the house and in general, um, and so that's a habit that I'm not proud of in general. But it's just I don't know. It's, it's it is uh, what it is, and we do it, and we sometimes try to catch it. Um, but it doesn't work that way all the time. But I will say that that's one thing that I do try to do. Like when the kids get in trouble or, you know, they get punished or they get yelled at or whatever, I do make it a point to try to go back to them at some point and make sure they understand as to why they got yelled at or why they got disciplined, you know, try to make them understand why they got yelled at like you know what i mean i don't just like yell them send them off and then um you know let that be it like i try to just explain the situation and go over as to why we said or did what we did you know i think that's important i mean and you know that's what we did at any workplace we ever worked at with kids you know you you discipline them you have a conversation with them you explain the the what and the why and how and um, and even more, I like to just tell Jaden, like, hey, this is how we both can handle it better, um, you know, or Lily, whoever. Uh, and we have that conversation and sort of set our little goals and, you know, fix our mm-hmm. fix our situation. But, you know, do I think that, like, we're, like, verbally abusive? No. I think it's just more a lot of threats and intimidation sometimes versus, like, that physical discipline that maybe right. you had or right. or I had. Um, but again, fortunately, our kids are pretty good, <laughs> minus yeah. that little one. Yeah, he's a little iffy. Uh, so we don't have <laughs> to deal with that so much. So uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything, let's talk a little bit and then we'll, we'll sort of transition to the next topic. But you brought up sort of your, uh, your stepbrother and sister, your stepfather. Obviously, I don't, you know, I don't, have any step siblings or anything like that um how do you think that impacted you just being in a house with stepbrothers stepsisters different sort of parenting like what was that like I think at first it was a little difficult just because we none of us were used to that they weren't used to it you know they were younger um but we weren't really used to having stepbrothers and sisters so I think in the beginning it was a little different but 
we all kind of, I think everybody was so young, it just kind of, it all just kind of fell together, you know? Um, And then of course, you know, I've always had this like motherly instinct. So (laughs) I guess I, I just, I took to everybody. I got so close to everybody and I felt like I needed to take care of the little ones, you know what I mean? So I feel like that never, I was always a very motherly type of person. So I feel like that, I didn't have any issues with that. And I don't think, I don't remember Katie ever having, saying I don't remember any of us ever having like a transition issue with new brothers and sisters, you know? Um, There were definitely times, I think, a little jealousy here and there because of course, you know, my mom's, defending us and he's defending his kids and there was always some sort of you know issue or back and forth thing with them as to like parenting styles and and this and that which is it is expected of blended families of course but um that's probably one of the reasons why they're divorced now because their parenting styles but um that'll be another topic for another day (laughs) okay (laughs) just too long to get into now but um yeah yeah so I, you know, I think that's good for where we sort of where we are and what we aim to talk about. Is there, is there anything else you can think of from your childhood that just sort of impacted how you parent and, you know, anything that's like, this is an absolute no, like this isn't going to happen or anything that like, you know, that you do because of how you were raised? Um, No, not really, I guess. I just, I know that there were some things that I took away from my childhood that I didn't ever want to do as an adult and I wanted to do things differently some things differently as I got older and I had kids of my own and I think that goes for any person who grows up you know there are definitely things they're like oh this is probably how I'll parent or this is how I'm not going to parent or I think there's always things to take away from when you were younger as an adult you know what I mean how about one of those times when you were a kid and you were pissed off and you were like oh I'll never do this to my kid is there anything that you can think of yeah, I always said I wasn't going to hit my kids. <laughs> and I have, which, and it sucks. I do feel bad, but that's one of the things that I always, I was like, I'll never. Now there is, I'll never hit my kids in the face. Yeah. That sucked. I hate it being hit in the face. Right. Um, and I, I can tell you to this day, I've never hit any of my kids in the face. I might pluck Carter's lips. Like if he starts screaming or, you know, he says something off the wall, I'll pluck him in his lips, but I'll never, I'll never hit one of my children in the face ever. That's one thing that I've, I've stuck true to. (laughs) You know, the one I can think of, and it's funny. Um, and I definitely haven't stuck true to it. It's just the simple things like, you know, uh, asking my dad, like, let's go outside and have a catch, you know? And my, my dad was a, trash man and then he was a dj and so usually when he was at home and he was done work he was messing with his dj equipment and recording mixes and you know whatever just looking listening to new music whatever it was he was doing and don't get me wrong like my dad coached my teams and he took me to games a lot of time and stuff like that so it's not like he wasn't present but i just remember being a kid being like i will never like tell my son like we're not gonna have a catch you know like if he (laughs) asked me to have a catch and now as an adult you know with a busy life and you run a business and you got your own hobbies and we're trying to find us time and we're trying to cater to carter and we're trying to you know there are definitely times where i'm like Jaden may come ask me to do something let's go outside let's have a catch let's go to the park whatever 
you know, and then I'm, I, I tell them, no, I'm busy and I got too much going on. And then like afterwards I'm like, Oh, you know, like I remember that feeling as a kid. Um, but I will say, I think like my dad coaching me and stuff is like one of the reasons I do that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I love coaching. I've coached a bunch of different sports, sports I know nothing about, sports I didn't play when I was a kid. And, you know, I, I guess I just seen um, my dad coach me in basketball when I was younger. And although it was a very love-hate relationship when your dad's coaching you, and you've seen that with Jaden and I, like I'm pretty strict and it's hard not to be harder on your kid in that situation. But I think that's one of the reasons I do it. Like, I've seen my dad do it and sacrifice time to do it and things like that. And so I think it was important when I look back on it. And so I do that today. Yeah, but even though there are some times that you say, like, no or whatever, there are still plenty of times where you do, too. So right, yeah, maybe I know. don't beat yourself up for it no, no, too no, no. much. And it's because... not that I'm beating myself up. I just I remember as a kid being like, oh, I'll never, never tell me, yeah. you know, like, so adamant, like... I got it all figured out. He should never tell me no. You know, we should go have a catch, like, and being butthurt about it. But, right, right, right. But it's life, and things yeah. come up, and we got to manage our time. So let's transition a little bit into our next topic, which I think is going to be a doozy. And this is just sort of what comes first, um, the family that you were born into, your mother, your father, your siblings, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, um, or, you know, versus the family that you create, your children, your husband, your wife, um, because this one's interesting. I mean, people, people debate this all the time and people, you know, that's my blood and that's my sister and, you know, or whatever. Um, and we've definitely butted heads in the past about this. So, uh, generally like, what's your thoughts on this? I have such mixed feelings about this topic. (laughs) Uh, as much, I mean, I do believe, don't get me wrong. I, I do believe that the family that you make should be number one priority. It is number one priority. The family that you make, I mean, your children, the person that you marry, um, it is and should be your number one priority, but that doesn't take away from the love and the compassion you have for your blood family either though. Right. You know what I mean? So like, especially when you had such a close bond with your family as you were, when you were younger, you know what I mean? So it's like anything and being, it doesn't help that, you know, we're so far away from my family or being so far away from my family um, because I'm the only one here now. Like I'm the only one in Maryland. The rest of my family is out in West Virginia and Illinois. So I think during certain times that makes things harder because if something happens, it's like, I have to get there right now. I have to be with my family. Something happened. I have to go. But then I also have a life and kids and a family here. So it's like, it's so hard to pull myself in both directions. It was like when my niece got in a car accident, I jumped in the car and I drove to Illinois. Oh, I remember. But she also like broke her back. (laughs) So I was like, I have to go. I have to be there with her. I have to give support to my niece. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. It's such a hard thing 
which is a good topic, I guess, to have or to talk about, but it's such a... And we're like opposites that way. We are, yeah. Not that, you know, not that my family's not important or I don't right, but I think that, my family. Yeah, but I think that has a different effect on you because your whole family is here. Uh. And you, you see your family all the time. Like, you can be... If something happened to one of your family members and they were in the hospital, you could be at the hospital in five minutes. Right. You would know just from being here, like, are they okay? Are they not? Do I need to go there? Do I not need to go there? Like, am I going to see them tomorrow? Will they be okay for me to come to their house and visit them tomorrow? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's so much easier. Well, I also think that's got a lot to do with just how you were raised compared to how I was raised. I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't want to say my family isn't close. My family is close, but there isn't like a, you know, my, my sister and I aren't like, we don't, you know, talk every day. You talk to my sister more than I talk to my sister. And we weren't like, you know, who's our boyfriends and what's going on. And, um, you know, every time she has a problem, like, let me be the first person to get in a car and like go help her with her problem. Not that, you know, and granted, like maybe if I had a brother, Maybe it would be like that. I don't, you know, I don't know. You don't I, know I would just right. say like, because you're a sister and you have all sisters and women are emotional in general. But we are also closer in age and we, we all three kind of grew up with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you spent seven years of your life without a, a sibling, whereas though right. we all three kind of just, we grew up together from the time Santa was 15 and moved back to Illinois with my grandmother. Yeah. So... I- I'm also, I'm big on like problem solving and, you know, some things people have to figure out on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, and I can admit my, like my own faults. And I will say that there've been plenty of times where you're like, Oh, I got to go here. And I'm like, okay, you're just going to drop everything we have going on here to go to Illinois. I, I mean, and you know, when your niece broke her back, I, was, I acted like an ass. I'm, a, not, I'm like, not afraid to say that on the podcast, but you know, is because these things will happen in Illinois, you know, maybe something's going on with Santa or something's going on with Illinois or grandparents, you know, something. Mm-hmm. And you tend to be like, well, I'm leaving, forget work, forget the, you know, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Because <laughs> you can still get fired. You know, like your boss can tell you, no, they, they don't have to say, yes, you have an emergency, go, you know, go do this. And you sort of, tend to react and then figure figure out that stuff mm-hmm. which drives me crazy because i'm like if you come back and don't have a job <laughs> and now we're gonna feed our kids for the next you know however many weeks this is granted these things happen when you had a job and you weren't just helping you know working at the office with our business right but um I, yeah i mean i i don't know so i i i'm not a super again we talked about this i'm not like super religious i'm not like but I do think that when two people get married, you know, and they, they, um, they're sort of leaving their parents at that point. That's sort of what, you know, that's why your father hands you off. And, um, if you really listen to the vows and the scripture, like you're becoming one mm-hmm. and that's what it is. And so I think a perfect example is like when I was a kid, um, you know, my mom, my mom drank a lot. My mom was alcoholic, um, when I was younger and, there were definitely times where my mom and I would fight um, and she was completely in the wrong. Uh, 
and my dad would know that she was completely in the wrong, um, you know, and he would be like, you know, he put me out once, <laughs> you know, and so like to me, I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. But he'd be like, that's my wife. You know, at the end of the day, that's my wife. As we, as we say to me, you know, you're 16, 17 years old. Like, you still got to respect my wife. And I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> she just woke up and it's a bad day. Today was a bad day. Not that, you know, I was a mally shit, so I'm not going to act like I was innocent all the time. Right. Um, but even with his family, I mean, my, you know, my mom and my Aunt Charlene were close, at least when I was younger. And my Aunt Charlene was like a mother to me. I was there a lot when I was younger. We lived there when I was like a baby. Um, but even seeing like my mom and dad and sort of them having to, you know, my mom didn't really have a family. It, like I'm, I'll compare it to your family just cause your family's not here. My mom's family wasn't really in the picture. Mm-hmm. And so my mom's expectation is one thing. And, you know, and then my dad is kind of getting pulled different ways because, you know, he, my mom is his wife and that's, you know, that's who he loves. That's who he's with. But yeah, at the same time, he was kind of close to his family. So right. I, I've seen them fight over things and struggle over things. But ultimately, I think that uh, your family is your number one priority. Um, and I think, you know, that doesn't mean that you don't have to have a relationship with your family. And it doesn't mean that you you know, you disown your family, uh, you know, I think you still honor your parents and you love your parents and you take care of your parents and your siblings. And, um, but I think, you know, when it comes to life, you know, you have to weigh how things impact this house before the others. That's just sort of how I, I guess that's the best way to summarize how I look at it. Um, you don't want to do anything you know, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like a crazy scenario. But like if, if, you know, mom, I mean, when we moved back from PA and we moved in with my parents for a couple of months until, you know, we got back into our own place, there was a period, where, you know, where they were button heads over like something as simple as what room we're going to sleep in. Right. <laughs> but they have to make that work for them, you know, before they worry about how it affects us Mm -hmm. obviously they're going to help us and they're going to bring us in they're not going to let us like need for anything but at the same time they have to both be comfortable with it because it's their house right and their marriage and their relationship um so you know i I just think it's about you know prioritizing and, and figuring out fortunately we don't have i mean we probably would if your family wasn't so far away we might struggle with this a little bit more um, and I'm sure you do struggle with it. Uh, and I try to be considerate of it, uh, you know, as best as I can. Like, I, I mean, I've definitely, even the last few months, just sitting around being like, oh, you know, holidays are coming up. And, you know, I think Mimi was texting you one time and she was like, oh, it'd be very, very nice to, you know, get to, I can't remember what she said, right? But it was something I was just like, oh, <laughs> you know, just like ate me up inside. And it's like, well, we spent every Christmas together. You know, I'm like, oh, man, like, <laughs> this is terrible. Mimi pulling at your heartstrings. But I, I, I think so. And I think that has a huge impact on us is like you think a lot with emotion and you kind of react a lot to emotion. And I'm very, like, logical. And I'm like, we don't have X, Y, Z. 
you know, we don't have the money for this. We don't have whatever the time for this. Kids can't miss school, whatever it may be. You know, the beginning of COVID, you were like, oh, let's go. Like, we don't have work. We don't have any responsibilities. And I was like, bruh, there's <laughs> a whole pandemic going on. Like people getting sick in Illinois is at the top, <laughs> you know, like it, it was up there at the time. Illinois was one of the worst states. Um, and so it's just, it's just finding that balance, but marriage is about compromise and family is about compromise. And I think it's important that, you know, everybody compromises in these scenarios, but I don't know. I'm trying to think of a follow-up question for you. Cause I'm, I'm more interested in, you know, because definitely like <laughs> when Mackenzie broke her back, you know, I was like, oh, she broke her back. And you were like halfway there. And I was like, I just seen a picture of her like standing at a beach or something. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't know. She, she wasn't at a beach, <laughs> but it was like her and the girl that she got in an accident with not to laugh about Mackenzie breaking her back. But she was like standing and, like the sun was setting or something. It was like her and the girl. And I was like, I just seen a picture of her standing up. She's not even in the hospital. Like, what are you talking about? Like, because you had told me about it. And it was like the next day she wasn't in the hospital. And I was like, how did she break her back? And she's like. It wasn't. Well, I don't think it was the next day, but. It, it was before you got to Illinois <laughs> and you left the next day. So I'm not even sure. I don't even remember. But. You know, and in hindsight, do I look back? Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I understand it. You know, I understand it. But I'm also not, you know, my, my mom calls me like, Dominique got in a fight with her boyfriend. And blah. Okay. <laughs> Did he hit her? <laughs> no. Then what do you want from me? You know, like, I, I, I don't know. There's just some, I guess with me, there's so many things in life I had to learn on my own. And not that, like, I didn't have people who would teach it to me because my parents would tell me, like, yeah, do this, do that, whatever. But I had to learn it for myself. Right. You know, there's so many, like, you could tell me a million times to stop shopping on Amazon because we don't have enough money for X, Y, and Z. But until that bill doesn't get paid or I feel the impacts of it, it's just things you got to learn by yourself. You got to learn how to manage money by yourself. You got to learn to solve problems by yourself. Um, So... Yeah, I think we're just we're we're opposite ends of the spectrum here. But like I don't think that, you know, if you were to bring Mom Dukes on here and you know, my Wendy and say, Hey, do you feel like CJ doesn't love you as much? You know, I don't I don't think that would be the case. I think it's just I think she's the same like I can't say that because my mom would probably prioritize her kids over her husband. But one hundred percent but she would I think she would prioritize her kids and her husband over the rest of her family, you right. know, which yeah, is different 100%. because she's, she's not super close to him. But, um, I but think I think that's also the type of person that she is though. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I think your family is everything. I, I would like to see you guys. Uh, I don't want to say I challenge you guys, but I would like to see you guys write something we're, we'll make a post about this i want to kind of see what you guys think about this topic because i wish we could bring people in live um because i think alicia is the one who brought up this mm-hmm. question right and she's yep. about to get married yep. <laughs> so yep. I, I think it's something that you even see when you're dealing with a wedding you know when you start getting ready for a wedding and you're you're 
everybody dreams of their wedding and how they want it and they want it their way. And you start seeing how it impacts family. You got family bickering about like, we want it like this and, mm-hmm. and this, and, but we want to do this, you know, and we dealt with that, you know? And so it's interesting for someone mm-hmm. about to get, cause I feel like that's when you first start to really deal with like your parents wanting things this way or that way. And you're like, wait a minute, this is my wedding. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's my big day. Same thing for when you have kids. Like when you have kids of your own, yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of parents want to do things the way they did them <laughs> raising you, right? but you have it in your mind. Like, well, I'm the, I'm the parent. I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. So, I mean, I've definitely seen a lot of, a lot of families struggle with that aspect and things too. So ultimately, you know, it's up to you how you prioritize you know, your, your relationship. Um, what I will say, and this will transition us perfectly into the next topic is I think that a lot of times in relationships, people are the opposite where people are just like, well, my family is the most important thing to me. And if you can't deal with this or you can't deal with that, then we aren't going to work. And I think if, if you've been in a relationship for a long time or you're about to get married or you're engaged or, like that's when you have to start making sacrifices for, you know, that other person. And um, I don't want to say family gets put on the back burner, but, you know. They, yeah. I mean, you have to do it at some point because we know being married for eight years that like there are just things that, um, you know, even like. I would say that I, you know, I talk to my mom about things that we go through and you talk to my mom about things that we go through or you talk to, I don't know, you probably talk to my mom more than you talk to your parents about anything like that. But I think even when I really think about it, like you shouldn't bash your significant other to your parents. I I don't think, you know, like if you're fighting, you're dealing with something, you shouldn't really, one, you don't want to impact their relationship Two, it's your business. It's your, you know, obviously we're just reaching for someone to help us with some words and experience and maybe sometimes just to take sides or whatever. But ultimately, like if I could go back and be like, Oh, here's one thing. It's just, you know, not tearing down your spouse to your, to your parents or your other family. Because ultimately I think a lot of times people end up looking stupid because they will bash their significant other to their family And then they stay with that person, you know, or they're with that person. And now they have a bad relationship with their family. And like this all could have been avoided because it was like a minor thing that turned into a a huge ordeal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. um, it impacts a lot of relationships that way. And speaking of relationships, let's talk about marriage a little bit. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think Maya suggested this right Mm -hmm. i think this is another good one let's talk about uh why marriages don't seem to last as long as they once did uh for previous generations our grandparents and our great grandparents and why do you think that uh marriages don't last as long as they once did i think it's a respect a respect aspect of things a lot of it i feel like the older generation is you know or was had a had a, a different level of respect as the generation that we are in now. 
Respect for marriage. Respect for marriage, respect okay. for one another, respect for their family. Um, I feel like it all ties in together. You know what I mean? Like looking back at my grandparents' relationship, like when I was younger, I can't say that I ever saw them or heard them disrespecting one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was younger, but I I don't know. I feel like seeing some some of relationships that I've known throughout the years and, you know, our friends or or whatever the or whoever, whatever. I just feel like it's a it's a lack of respect maybe. Hmm. Or maybe I don't know. I don't know. But I, that's how that's what I I mean, I don't know. I I feel like yeah. That has a big aspect. That has a big impact on on why marriages aren't lasting. Well, I, I think I'll just say like what I tend to think is there are a lot of things and we'll dive mm-hmm. we'll dive deeper into this. That was this. just one. But I also think it, you know, I, I I used to bring this up all the time when when you know, we fought is that like, you know, your parents were separated and your mom was was with Randy and they got a divorce and like you kind of seen that and that's why it's kind of fun. Like I feel like my parents have disrespected each other in countless ways, <laughs> you know, and they're still together after, you know, 30 I don't even know how many years it's been. I guess, I guess 34, 35 years or something. Um, but I, I think it's a lot of things. Um, and I'm going to get in my social media rant at some point and you're going to love it. Uh, but I think, I think I can see respect in a sense of people respecting marriage for what it is. At one, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people get married for the wrong reasons. Yeah. 100%. Um, I think people get married just because, you know, they're having a child or, you know, um, maybe they rush into marriage because that's what you see. Like right. That's what you're supposed to do, right. right? You're supposed to grow up, get a, get a good job, buy, you know, get married, have kids, buy a house. That's like, that's life that's goals. That's the, that's the thing to do. That's right, right. the right thing to do. That's what we see. And, right. you know, and that's what you're told. And, um, not to say that that is the wrong reason, uh, but sometimes in that situation, I think you can, you can get rush to get married because you think you have to get married. I mean, how many people you see get married after like six months together? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and not to say that you can't know that someone is the someone, you know, the right person in six months. But to me, I think it's a combination of getting married for the wrong reasons and rushing and sort of striving to be the person that you think you're supposed to be. Right. Um, Because of what society tells you. Yeah. I mean, because we didn't get married until what? I mean, it's been eight years now. Lily, so it was four, four years after, five years after, four, four years after four. we got together. Yeah, about four years after we got together, and you were pregnant with Lily, and so obviously there was a little bit of like, okay, like I need well, to. It's, it's time, I guess. Like, you're pregnant with our second child, like, but I would say we also didn't get married sooner simply for like financial reasons i mean to me it was only about like oh i don't know we're gonna afford this wedding that she deserves to have and the ring that she deserves to have and it wasn't ever like i mean if you think about it we talked about like when we get married we're gonna get you know da da da. 
and I literally just came in a room and said, "Hey, we're getting married on, you know, May 11th or 12th," because it was originally a different different day. Or we remember we thought it was the the wrong day leading up to it until it got close, and they were like, "Wait, it's on Saturday, not Sunday." <laughs> you know, um, but like I didn't even like ask you to marry me. I just was like, "Hey, we're getting married on such and such." <laughs> you know and you were like yeah right like uh, i didn't even have a ring right i right, mean yeah. i was like oh around tax time i have enough money to get a ring you know? <laughs> and then we'll figure that part out um but yeah i mean i i just I, I don't know i think that people people get married for the wrong reasons um kids you know it's a big one i think a big thing is um is like problem solving too. I think um, maybe problem solving was a little easier back in the day. Yeah. Like they maybe had a better understanding of how to deal with things than they do now. Okay. Um, Give me an example. I mean, as far as like, okay, so... God, I don't know. Well, I, you know, I do, I do think, I think men had more respect for women right. back then. Yeah. Just jumping back to what you said before. I mean, as I'm sitting here thinking about it in general, you know, it was like women sort of respected men traditionally as like the man of the house. And, mm-hmm. but, but men also had a lot of, I don't know. It's hard for me to say that because then I'm like, oh, women didn't have any rights and shit. <laughs> you know, like, we treated women like shit. But, but at the same time, like I do, I, you know, there was like a gentleman's thing and, and you're opening the door and that's my wife. And like there's certain things you don't say to a woman and other people don't, you know, right, say right. to a woman. Um, But I get I, the problem solving one is tricky. I'm, I don't really know. I don't know where you're going I just feel it. like maybe I said it wrong maybe i just feel like people are so quick to give up nowadays okay yeah, yeah you know what i mean like people are so quick to just walk away because maybe the grass is just so much greener on the other side and this person's gonna just i'm gonna be so independent and i'm just gonna whatever i'm sick of this disrespect i'm gonna do it on my own yeah i'm gonna be an independent woman and yeah it's usually a woman you know what i mean like i just feel <laughs> like <laughs> maybe just people are just so e- like not eager but just easily given up on yeah, I, I mean, I, I would agree with that I, because I think the the second point I was going to make is that it is exactly that is that I just don't I feel like people think marriage is easy. Yeah. Um, and it's not. I mean, every day is difficult. Every, you know, every problem is difficult. All the stress, all the especially when you add kids into the mix, you got kids and a marriage and like like we talked about just at the beginning, like your own families and your own things to deal with. Like I used to say it to you all the time. Cause like I said, you're a runner. <laughs> and I think that when we used to fight, you would run and you'd talk about leaving and you talk about getting a divorce. And like, we've sort of have conversations and I'd be like, yeah, I'm not getting a divorce. I mean, you know, I just, when I, when we got married, like prior to us getting married, I used to always say like, I'm not going to get married until I know, that like I won't get a divorce because I it's like a thing for me I don't you know all the things that my parents have been through and they're together um to me it's like you know you can't give up over something stupid and obviously what I think is stupid and what you think is stupid or what someone else you know people are going to get divorces and 
sometimes it was just a bad fit. But I think people think that marriage is easy. I think that people, um, social media, oh my God, has a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Because what do you see on social media? You see the good. You only see the good, right? I mean, you, for for every one crazy chick who's like writing her life story on Facebook and why does it gotta be a chick? Come on, <laughs> come on now. I, I would argue that nine times out of ten, it's gonna be a chick wearing out their business than a guy guys do it i've seen guys do it i've been a smart ass and and wrote some stuff on social media when we were bickering but but i'm just saying in general i'm saying that like people see the good on Mm -hmm. social media they see the man the man crush monday and the woman you know the woman crush wednesday and you know the long posts about why i love you and Mm -hmm. um the date nights and you know um, but what they don't see are the fights or the struggles or the bills or the stress, you know, or the differences in parenting or the differences in problem solving and communication. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I mean, a lot of times people talk to us about our marriage and they're like, Oh, like you two are so cute. And And I'm like, I was a bitch ass motherfucker last night, you know, like (laughs) today it's cute. But yesterday I was a bitch and I could eat shit and sleep on the couch, you know, and you were a dumb dickhead. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a whole thing yesterday (laughs) where we were practically fist fighting, (laughs) you know, so people don't see that. And I think people too often look to other people and they say, well, look at them. Look at their marriage. Look at their relationship. And you create unrealistic expectations for your your spouse, for your marriage. yeah. Because you think, oh, well, what we see on TV or what we see on social media is how it's supposed to be. I, I can think of many people who you and I were like, oh, like, you know, they're the dream. They're a power couple. You know, some of them are divorced right now, you know, not even together. Or some of them are together and they're going through just as much shit as the next one. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think a lot of times people's expectations just aren't realistic because of what they see in the media, what they see from their friends. Um, and I, that's, it's one of the reasons I try not to be fake about like who we are. You know, I, I'll bicker with you and it, it bothers you sometimes, but I'll bicker with you in front of someone just like I, if you weren't here. I don't want to say that, that I'm trying to like teach them a lesson and that's why I'm doing it, but it's just like we are, we are who we are and like I'm not going to, I don't have the energy to pretend to be somebody like completely different than I am all the time. You know, is there a time and a place for certain things? Sure. Professionalism and and things like that. But you know, I, I don't, if anyone talks to me and they're like, but you and Kofi, you know, you two go on dates and you do this. I'm like, Oh, we have our issues. (laughs) You know, like I don't hide from that. Um, And I think, you know we've done that we've been on dates with other couples and we kind of compare well john you know john does this and you know or chubb does it you know whatever like Mm -hmm. we do and we're we're just all playing and we're together and we're having a good time and we you know we joke around about it but i think people really do that too much um they really look at other couples and set the expectations too high yeah i agree i've just there's a lot i feel like there's a lot of different things 
Yeah. We could probably sit here all night and talk about all the different things that, you know, happened back in the day compared to now. And I mean, life is so different now than it is, than it was 30 years ago or 40 yeah. years ago, you know? So. Yeah, I could go on and on. Mm-hmm. I really could. I mean, I do think those are the two biggest for me. I think it's just, you know, getting married for the wrong reasons, unrealistic expectations of, of what marriage is supposed to be and what it's going to be. And and like you said, I think people just, they give up too too quickly. Um, you know, and I, I I call you a runner, and I th- it runs in your family. I'm sorry if you're listening and... <laughs> You guys don't want to hear that, but um, the ladies in this family, man, they 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 run away from the and not to say that they aren't running from real problems. You know, there are definitely some, you know, situations that you you got to get yourself away from. Um, we run, but we come back. Damn it, we just need some time to cool off. Well, it's been a lot of divorces in your family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, not I, in this family. I think we, you know, we were together like. <laughs> like a couple of months and you were you know i'll never forget and we got to talk about this like so we're running out of time maybe we shouldn't talk about this let's just for <laughs> for a second just to oh talk about of how course. when you moved in with us right in my parents house and we were together for a few months i don't know three or four months because you were pregnant with jade in like four months so let's just say three <laughs> and I, you know I, who the hell knows what we were arguing about we were arguing about something and you packed all your stuff up and left. And you were like, oh, I'm moving in with Katie. And you left. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You remember how many times you did that? A couple. Okay. So she packs her stuff up. She goes to lives with her friend Katie, you know, or says. And then we start texting each other or whatever, like that night at some point in time. And all night, we stay up all night arguing, texting back and forth. And you're at the house early as hell in the morning. I <laughs> I don't remember what time it was, but it was super early. I think in the, the sun was just coming up. Pretty and, sure Katie was still asleep next to me. And you had all, you know, you had your stuff or whatever. And you're like, oh, and my mom, I can't remember. She came downstairs. And we, we went upstairs and she's like, we, what's she doing? <laughs> you went upstairs, <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, you know, she's back. And she was like, she, she ain't gonna be coming in and out of my house. I thought she moved out. <laughs> Who said she was allowed to come back? And you were like, oh, your mom hates me. And it was like, you know, this big thing. Oh, my God. Um, but it's just like, you know, I mean, it's just different, different, uh, different ways of dealing with things and different ways we were raised. You know, my mom like, oh, you leave, you keep your shit and take it and go. And you thought that was the end. You were like, oh, your mom would never like me again. And now look at her. She likes me more than she likes you. It's like, I'm just kidding. Sometimes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Definitely loves me more though. So there's that. You remember the time like Christmas? Just let my parents know right now our Christmas cards better be even. You remember they gave me oh, more yeah. money? <laughs> so that that might have something to do with love. They gave you that extra money on Christmas that one year. I was pissed. Oh gosh, that was funny. So I don't know. We're we're gonna make a post to go along with uh, with this episode, and and we want to hear your thoughts on why you guys think, you know, marriage don't last as long. We want to hear your thoughts on how you prioritize, you know, the family you were born in uh, to the family 
that you created. Uh, and we also want to hear the differences on how you were raised and, and how you parent. Um, this show will be better when we get, you know, the more feedback we get. Cause what we, ideally what we'd like to do is when we come back next, next episode and we get to talk and we can talk about some of the big comments we've seen on the posts and some of the things you guys said and sort of follow up with our thoughts on, you know, what you guys said, because I think all, both, all three of these subjects could go on and mm-hmm. on and on. And so obviously we're not going to hit on everything. Like we're already over an hour um, and you know, we're just scratching the surface. So definitely leave us some, some of your thoughts and we're going to bring some of those things up next episode and follow up. And um, we're also going to transition on Thursday slash Friday's episode more into relationships and babies, mamas and babies, daddies and some yeah. juicy, some juicy stuff. So um, don't forget uh, if you want to be a part of that episode and you'd like us to give you a call, uh, let us know in the comments as well. Cause yeah. we will be picking a couple people to maybe have on that show and, and talk about if you are a part of a blended family and, you are maybe not with your significant, not significant other, your child's mother or father and how you guys kind of deal with holidays and spending time with one another and trying to make things the best for the child. That should be fun. It'll be really fun. So, you know, obviously I have no experience. Yeah, we have that. no experience with I stuff mean, like that. You were raised a little bit. In well, split, yeah, split yeah, parenting yeah. And um, so we definitely, we need we need some people to come on and talk about this show. So I seen in your post, you guys are scared today. Nobody wants to comment say that they want to come on the show. Funny enough, you guys, but messaging us weeks prior to the show <laughs> debut and talking about, Oh, let me come on your podcast. When are you going to let me come on the podcast? <laughs> so if you, you know, are co-parenting and you got some baby mama drama, some baby father drama, whatever it may be. Um, and you got some opinions on just, co-parenting especially with the holidays coming up this is like interesting to me um because i've got some i've got my own theories on the outside looking in and i've got my own theories so (laughs) come on the show with us let's talk about it let's talk about how we can be adults and 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 get through some of these things and just some of the problems you guys deal with and some of the ways you overcome things i I don't want to just hear the negative stuff but i also want to hear the stuff that works uh, for people who are co-parenting so if that's not the if we don't get the right hosts we'll do that next week but we plan on that being the, the next episode so hopefully we can get some good hosts on here you got anything else for the people that's it guys thanks guys for again listening. thanks for listening to us this is episode two from my family to our family don't forget subscribe apple music Google Podcast, or I'm sorry, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, wherever. Subscribe, leave us a review. Thank you guys for your support. We love it. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Till Podcast Do Us Part. Subscribe now so you never miss an episode at www.tillpodcastdoespart.com and follow us on social media at Till Podcast Do Us Part. Or tweet us at Till Podcast Show. Yeah, for better or worse, with a whole lot of fun. It's Till Podcast, do us part. <laughs>